When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Joining us on the line, Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser back uh, from both Mardi Gras as well as uh, Las Vegas in, in the handoff for the Super Bowl. Billy, welcome to the show. Good to be with you, Newell. Uh, yeah, it was an interesting week out in Las Vegas. You've been a pretty busy man. A number of other folks joined out there. We talked to Walt Leger yesterday about what actually happened. Would love to have your perspective. Yeah, it was a great learning experience. We got a tour of the stadium, had several meetings about uh, their preparation for the game. Uh, uh, Sheriff Jefferson was out there to learn about the the uh, security issues, and, and he will be a, a great partner with New Orleans in making sure the city is safe uh, for that event. And um, I tell you, you know, we always talk about New Orleans being the perfect city to host because everything's together. And that was never more obvious in Vegas where you got stuck in traffic for two hours from one event to the next. And um, so hopefully uh, we'll get this city cleaned up, Sean, and and put on an incredible show because, uh, you know, this is our 11th Super Bowl tied with Miami for the most. But, you know, Los Angeles with a new stadium in 2022, Vegas this year, Phoenix in 2008 with a new stadium. And Nashville building a $2.1 billion stadium, dollar stadium that will be ready in 2027. Surely all of those new stadiums will want to be in line for future Super Bowls. So we will have to put our best foot forward to get New Orleans back in the hunt early. A lot of folks overlooked uh, the obvious that we are absolutely in a competition business as it relates to these issues, right? Absolutely. I think the renovations of the dome are going to make the dome shine. And uh, it's going to be so important that that city gets cleaned up and we put our best foot forward because a lot has to do with the response by the visitors uh, and all indications other than the traffic. Everything went off without a hitch in Las Vegas. Uh, the new stadium is, is pretty spectacular. And, uh, and you know, you're looking at and uh, Sheriff uh, Jefferson uh, put it best. He said, you know, we're dealing with a city with two police forces. Uh, here's a city that has three million people and triple the, or even more than triple the police force to handle that event. So it does create a challenge for our law enforcement, uh, partnering with many agencies to, to host this event. But when you've got the kind of uh, resources Las Vegas has, uh, uh, and all the hotels, and the, the, it makes it a little easier for them to uh, to organize this thing. So. Uh, I have no doubt we'll do a great job. It's a great team. Walt, uh, the Superdome, Doug Thornton, all the people out there have done this before. 
So uh, they've got many years' experience under their belt in, in handling these events. Part of the success in Las Vegas, uh, I was told, was the private sector involvement. Talk about that, if you would. Yeah, you know, we hosted an event there at the Foundation Room, uh, invited a lot of the people that have invested in the Super Bowl to get them excited. We brought some great Louisiana seafood, had a jazz band, to get them excited about uh, being sponsors, hosting their corporate events, and and start planning for uh, their Super Bowl party in New Orleans. And and another big part of it, Newell, is I remember the last Super Bowl uh, in New Orleans, and I remember the one when when Treen was governor. I was more involved then. The media event was you know, a couple dozen media outlets. Uh, To go into the media center at this event, I was blown away. It's thousands of people with every blogger, uh, TikTok. Uh, Man, they had, uh, it was, it's a, it's a whole event in itself. And they have all these uh, stages set up where they're interviewing Joe Montana was there. They even had The Rock. They had celebrities there. So uh, get an intake from so many media outlets, uh, that that's going to be an event in itself. And I understand that will be in the convention center along with the NFL experience. Uh, they will share the convention center. So uh, the media event and the media people that travel for Super Bowl is a major event in itself now with so many podcasts and TikTok and all these things sharing information around the world week out from the Super Bowl. Obviously, Las Vegas does a lot of things right as it relates to tourism. They are very much a tourism uh, town like New Orleans. What do you see as some of our biggest challenges? Well, when I first got elected, I looked at all the data. And the three things that were trending the wrong way in New Orleans was crime, cleanliness, and new attractions. And, and, you know, we've done a few new attractions. The, the museum on top of the Ritz-Carlton is incredible. I mean, Four Seasons. Uh, you know, there's there's so many things that we need. To, you know, we've talked for years about a Ferris wheel on the riverfront. Uh, but you got to continually be looking for new attractions. I don't know how much we can do before the Super Bowl. But one of the things, a proposal was made by a company to light the bridge and have where you walk up on top of the Greater New Orleans Bridge and take a picture. Uh, they do that in Sydney, Australia. The same company made a proposal to DOTD to do that, and and I'm I'm fighting to see why they're going to pay $15 million to light the bridge and saddle the city with the electrical bill when we had a company come in here and offer to do it free and create a tourist attraction. You'd go up there and take a picture with the city in the background. I watch people do it in Australia. It's the same company wants to do it here. And I'm mom-boggled why DOTD would spend $15 million when we've got a company that's offered to do it free. That would be a tourist attraction. So mm-hmm. I reached out to the new head of DOTD and asked him, why would we not look at this option, which would cost us nothing, light up the bridge, and they've done it in other cities, uh, but that's the way Louisiana does stuff. Why would we pay for something we could get for free? That would be a tourist attraction in itself. But I think we've got to look forward at creating new opportunities because people want to keep coming back here and not see the same old thing. Billy, I made observations yesterday. Um, you know, obviously, this is a very exciting moment for the city. You compete for the right to have the Super Bowl. Uh, 
you know, the frequency that we had it for a period of time is not going to happen any longer. As you appropriately pointed out, there's a lot of competition out there, new competition out there as well. But the, the you you have moments, and this is a moment for us to re, re, really bridge this event to pretty ourselves up. And I was curious as to whether or not there's conversations that are going on with the city of New Orleans, state of Louisiana, about setting up committees to take on certain aspects of this, whether it be sidewalks, potholes, lighting, whatever it may be, uh, to make sure that we're going to uh, meet the deadlines and getting prepared for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I had, you know, the mayor was out there and I had that conversation with her. I offered myself to attend any and all meetings to make some of my, you know, I opened an office in the Cabildo to help direct repairs, maintenance, fixing streetlights in the French Quarter. Um, but little or nothing's been done. And and it really concerns me. And I had that conversation with the mayor out there in Las Vegas. I said, look, I will give my time. Uh, you know, we drew up a plan to fix every street and sidewalk in the French Quarter. It never got done. Um, so hopefully the attention on the deadline, coming home with that football, uh, it happens. And, and I, I implore, I, I think everyone's going to have to get involved and and make sure we have those meetings and we're making progress. And obviously what's been done in the past is not working. You know, I went to dinner uh, Saturday a week ago with the uh, attorney general from uh, uh, Arkansas. And when we left the quarter uh, with a state trooper, we had to turn around three times to get to the interstate because water was up halfway on the cars. We couldn't get to the interstate. Can you imagine the Super Bowl, a rain event, and, and the Sujan water board saying, well, pump number four was down again? That's unacceptable. So whatever we've got to do starting today to make sure pump number four does not go down, uh, that's not going to work for a Super Bowl. We will never have one again if pump number four goes down. So whatever it is, the new Mercedes place across from the Dome had water in the parking lot when we finally made it through to get to the interstate in front of the Dome. But it was that flooded in front of the Dome made it almost impassable uh, with that little rain event. And, you know, this one inch per hour is not going to work for Super Bowl. We better make sure drainage, lighting, those roads are fixed. There's two cracks in front of the dome where if you hit them with your car, you're going to bottom out. All the limousines in town, those roads have got to be fixed. And and that's got to start now. So hopefully uh, we can assist the mayor and her team and whoever we've got to hire uh, to make sure it's done properly needs to be done because it hasn't been done in the past. So we can't expect the same people that are supposedly doing this work to do it. We've got to change, and, and something's got to happen quickly. I guess the good and bad of having thousands of members of the media come down here is that if um, you hit the bullseye, you hit the target, it's great. But if you miss the entire target, it's not so good, is it? Well, I, I've been saying this for a year. Uh, this will be the biggest uh, opportunity to really uh, grow tourism or to be the biggest uh, egg in our face we ever had. And it could be really good or it could be really bad. And it could be, you know, we can't prevent, we can, and, and I'm, I applaud the governor for sending the state police in. I think it made Mardi Gras a lot safer. We still had a, a few instances. And, of course, the, the, the shooting in Kansas City. 
uh, and the church in Houston kind of took away from any problems we had. But uh, but it was, I believe, a lot safer because of state police. And I think that's going to some of the laws that will be dealt with in the crime session here in Baton Rouge will helpfully keep some of the bad people behind bars that keep getting out, recommitting crimes. But the cleanliness, the fixing the streets, the, the, the drainage, uh, that all can be done. And, and, and rest assured, I'm over litter now in Louisiana. Uh, we'll be putting a whole team of volunteers together to leading up to the don't. We need to clean it up now, and we need to clean it up for the people of Louisiana. But we will make sure we've got a volunteer team out there cleaning up the routes from the lakefront airport where all the private jets fly in and New Orleans airport so people at least uh, hopefully will have a clean uh, opinion coming in and leaving the city. I talked to the public works director of the city the other day, um, He's new to the job. We talked about the interstate lighting. There's some kind of situation that's going on with work that the state's doing or whatever relative to them not being able to re-energize the lights along uh, the interstate. I get texts every day about that issue. Have you heard anything along those lines and where that stands? No, I saw one interview where they said, well, they gave out a $4 million contract and – they're going to give out another one. Well, where did that $4 million go? Nothing got fixed. So don't don't give out another one until you find out why the – I mean, if that's what really happened, um, you, you can't keep throwing good money after bad. It's just like the French Quarter. For the money we spent patching the streets down there, we probably could have resurfaced every street. But we go out there and throw a little bit of – and whoever's got that contract, evidently, they keep going out there and throwing a little asphalt on a hole and make it worse because it's a hump. It sinks, and you got a hole instead of tearing up a block at a time and fixing it properly. And they get paid a mob and demob to go patch 4,000 times instead of fixing the street right. So obviously somebody that's making those decisions, we got to change the direction and fix things the right way. And to hear whatever the problem is lighting, it's been so long that it hasn't been addressed. Um, the excuses are overwhelming, and, and, and it's unacceptable. Obviously, the state bears a burden, right, because of the interstate system, that they, they're the ones that provide the lighting there. And, and hopefully we get this resolved. Um, it, it's something that has been going on. I get texts. I got texts this morning about it that it's been years uh, that, you know, we can't seem to simply just get lights to work on the interstate system. Well, you know, too, uh, no, we talk about the, the funding. Um and I don't know the exact number, but at one point it was a billion dollars that I think our legislators or our congressmen had to get FEMA or the federal government, whether it was FEMA or a disaster fund, to extend the time we had to spend it or the money was going back to Washington. And I think we've got that money extended two or three times. Um, eventually, they're not going to extend it. We're going to lose that money. All that money sitting there for infrastructure improvements in New Orleans and not being spent. And it goes back to when I was a parish president sitting in meetings with the city, and we hired the right people and fixed everything in Plaquemines Parish. We had five hurricanes, three that flooded the parish. We got fully reimbursed for every dollar we spent by FEMA and fixed everything and added $2 billion in federal levies. It's not rocket scientists, but it's hiring competent people to go out and spend the money properly in a timely manner. 
And, and look, I can give the mayor three or four companies that do an excellent job at managing that FEMA money and make sure you do it the right way and get the work done. How can that money still be sitting there and not fix the infrastructure of the city? It makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, it was interesting, the conversation I had with the new public works director. He said in pre, um, in previous administrations they had made the choice to not do project-based uh, management of it, in, uh, in other words, uh, outsourcing project managers, that they were going to do that in-house. And it struck me that so we, we can't, you know, there's so many little things, low-hanging fruit activities that we just can't get right on a daily basis. Why on earth we could believe, we would ever believe that we could handle all of the project management of all of these dollars coming down here is beyond me. Well, I let just, me tell you. In Plaquemines Parish, I hired All South Engineering to oversee all of the contracts to make sure they 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 stayed on time. They got did it the right way because I didn't want to owe the federal government money that we filed every procedure. We got it done in record time. We got reimbursed 100 percent. Got audited. Didn't have to give a penny back. Uh, way back then, when I first was sitting at the table with uh, uh, then Blanco and Ray Nagan. I made that recommendation. I said, look, uh, there's a lot of good firms out there. I use this company. They did an excellent job. And, look, we had three hurricanes overlap, but we had to distinguish re-damaging things that were under construction. And we got everything done, audited and, and, and reimbursed, and everything fixed. And we did that in a parish that was hit three times. They still ain't spent the money from Katrina properly. So maybe – you know, we need to look at the firms that are capable of doing the work. And I'm not saying this, but, you know, people have a tendency to give it to uh, people that, that are, are politically friends. But you got to find qualified people to do the work. And and uh, and FEMA pays for that. That oversight is reimbursable by FEMA. So it didn't cost the parish a penny to hire that company to oversee all of those projects. And it was hundreds of projects. We couldn't have managed it internally, and uh, and they did an excellent job. Yep. we got to get to a break. We'll be right back with Lieutenant Governor Billy Nungesser. Stay with us, folks. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.